0: Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast from CBS Sports. One, one pitch. Fastball pulled and passed. Alvarez in toward the plate. Get up, Bob. Get up. Get out of here. Got a fantasy question? Email fantasybaseball at cbsi.com. Get ready to win your league. Where
1: fantasy becomes
0: reality. Now, here's Adam, Scott, Heath, and Chris. Whoa, we're
2: auctioning. Welcome to the show. The auction is live right now. If you're watching on video, you'll have about, oh, a half hour, 45 minutes of auction. If you're listening on the podcast, you'll have a lot more than that. Welcome, Adam Azer, Scott White, Heath Cummings, Chris Towers. You guys ready? Ready to go here? Oh. We're ready.
0: This is the best day of the year. The combination of this league, which is my favorite league, and getting to do a podcast with Scott while he's auctioning. Yeah, it's Nothing great. is better. Than
3: this. <laughs> I'm I'm great. already stressed here cuz uh <laughs> Christian Yelich is going for too little cuz we're we're here yammering and getting left out of the bidding.
2: Yeah, Christian Yelich we're is definitely the first not player not getting left out of the bidding. Being bid on. Now, let me let me lay down the let me give the lay of the land here, right? So it's a 12 team league. I guess I'm just not getting I'm not going to get Christian Yelich. i want to let everybody else get Christian Yelich. I'm going to talk to the, the listeners and the viewers right now. It's a 12-team league. Uh, it's pretty big rosters, and they're going to be 20, 23 spots filled via auction on a $260 budget, and then a seven-round reserve draft afterwards. So 30 roster spots. How much did Yelich go for? $36. Okay.
1: Good value. Seems fine.
2: Yeah, seems More pretty good. More than I for. Uh, You shouldn't be too strict about, oh, well, Scott and Heath have this guy at this. Every auction is different. They just all have a life of their own. That's what makes it so fun. So, Yellich went for 36. Mike Trout is now being bid on. Chris Towers has the current high bid of 50. I will put in 51.
1: Woo! Adam has a current <laughs> high bid now. We tend to be,
3: this. in this league, it tends to be in a very, very aggressive group of bidders. Mike Trout actually went for... Did I just get him? Oh, my... Yeah. I just got him. 51? I, was about, I was about to bid you up. I That's was in good. the middle of saying he went for sixty dollars <laughs> yes. last year. Oh, yes. uh, and he's and the this troll is <laughs> This is what happens when you try an auction and, and uh, podcast at the same time, so
2: so alright, so we have Already a market. We have a little bit of a market now, although I suspect that Trout will not be the most expensive player at fifty one. Uh he should be, but I don't know. So Adalberto Mondesi now is on the board. Up to 24. Christian Yelich went for 36. For Modesty to be at 25. 26 right now from Chris. This is crazy. So it's 12 teams.
0: And Scott is out. He just crossed him off his list. <laughs> and
2: 20, 26 is the bid to Chris. Which really I'll shocks me that Chris just took Adalberto Monesi. Okay. All right. I really Why? have to, I really have to go through the basics. I've here. crazed him. Okay. I really have to go through the basics here. So, um, $260 for 23 players. Uh, nine pitcher spots. No starters, relievers, just nine pitcher spots. I think a lot of people will go maybe six and three, seven and two, or some people might completely disregard that. Like Heath won the league last year. He had Chris Sale. He had Jose Barrios and and Rick Porcello for like $2 and all relievers when he drafted. Um We're going to talk about dollar bid players. Uh We're going to talk about everything. But the hitters are two catchers, first, second, third, short, five outfielders. And middle infield, corner infield, DH. So there are more hitters. But Travis Shaw on the board right now for 10. Yeah, what is this? is such random bidding. Like, usually the, the studs go first, you know. Now Mondesi, Travis Shaw. Well, Scott right. was, Shaw's yeah, Scott up
0: to was 14. trying to pay me back for nominating ah. Mondesi.
1: <laughs> Shaw's up to and 14. The, the, yeah. Not exactly. The funny thing is, Heath is just going to get his guy, probably for a price that's a little too high, <laughs> whereas Scott let his guy go well this this is Travis Shaw we're bidding on now if that
3: right. that wasn't mentioned oh I mean we we knew I've, <laughs> I've and he's up to sixteen now, which is
0: yeah, five dollars less than I had him for that's
2: a that's a that's not an insignificant price tag there sixteen dollars for Travis Shaw Heath is the defending champion, so maybe we shouldn't doubt him. he won by like seventeen points, which was huge uh he came in first Scott came in second last year, Adam came in eighth, and don't worry about Chris. Uh, he came in. He did gave you
0: and Chris have as many standings points combined as I did?
2: <laughs> okay, Heath. I'm glad you got that. <laughs> I have no idea. That's the answer. All right, here's Clayton Kershaw. He's at $13 right now. And should we talk a little strategy here? What you guys want to do? I know we don't want to. G- this is a league we're playing out. We want to win it. This is my yeah. favorite league. Um, I'll say this: that your auction strategies. Chris Towers has 14 on Clayton Kershaw, and he just won Kershaw for 14. Your auction strategy should really Be influenced by how deep or shallow your league is, who you think you can get for a dollar, who you think you can get on waivers. You guys can jump in if you disagree, but if you're playing in a deeper league, you probably want to take less of a studs-and-duds approach because you won't be able to help yourself out on waivers. If you play in a shallower league, you should spend a lot and get a lot of great players, and then you will be able to get more value for your dollar or two-dollar players. This league is, is... is
0: sort of... In between,
2: on, on the deeper end, it, it's—I don't know—I call it like a sixty on a one to a hundred.
1: Yeah, like we're in the Grey Fantasy Baseball Invitational, which is fifteen teams, thirty-man rosters. Um, that—that's a deeply. No, uh, no, no, no! I'm, I'm bidding!
3: It. I'm bidding! I'm bidding! I hit it! I was bidding too. I don't—I don't know what happens. Yes, <laughs> I hit
2: it. I won. Wa- uh oh! Oh, we got a
3: frozen room. My room's frozen too. I don't even know if I actually won. Oh,
2: you got it! You got Mookie bets at forty-five. That's I was bidding. I would have well, taken
3: both bets. It, at yeah, it was frozen. It was.
2: We're, we're, we're going to
3: back again. that out. Do it the again. Room froze what? Yes. what? Take bets off <laughs> like the 10 board. Seconds
0: left on this, the clock. Man, you're going to add the degree of difficulty. I guess
2: that's awesome. Okay, so he thought he had a, a great value there for Mookie bets at forty-five dollars. I did. Uh, no, you live, didn't. Live television shenanigans. Purpose. All right, Chris, what were you saying about uh, the league?
1: Yeah, so this is it's not a deep league, it's not a shallow league. A deep league would be NL only, AL only or a 15-teamer. Those are I think deep leagues. And you'll you'll see some like 50-round draft and hold leagues, but you know this is I think right in the middle. I think this is it, it's the most popular format for roto uh, at least on our site and you can go either way. In this one, if you want to go stars and scrubs, there's the potential for that, uh, especially with starting pitcher. I think hitter, you probably do want to go a little deeper and spend a little bit more money. Um, but yeah, this is right in the middle. I think. I noticed two teams. I am, I, let, go, yeah, you, you, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: noticed two teams last year, and I can't express how cool our league history um, feature is on CBSSports.com. If you have our commissioner league, the league history, I am the most consistent player in this league. Uh, I average 80.8 points per year, which is the highest. My average finish is 3.3, which is the highest. So there's that. Look at you, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Um, but last year was terrible. But I looked at the teams from last year. There were two teams that had a lot of $1 players. One was George Maselli. He finished in second. One was, uh, Scott Zeidman, I believe. And he had a terrible season because he spent, um, 50. He spent $106 combined on Trey Turner and Jose Altuve. So it happens, you know? I mean, yeah. there's only so much you can do. It's not necessarily a bad strategy, but it happens. Uh Mookie Betts just went again, this time for $52. So $1 more than Mike Trout. And now I do believe that will be you the guys to re- You guys want to
0: redo Travis Shaw now, too? <laughs> uh, in between, Nobody's room froze
2: for that. Kirby Yates went for $13. So that is... I kind of think a lot,
1: but... Oh, yeah, there's going to be... There's going to be really good closers who go for less than that. Um, you know, your your elite closers probably won't go for much more than what 20? 22, I would guess is what Diaz goes for, maybe twenty one. And that's this is the thing about auctions is the first player at a position, the first player at a yeah. tier, can either go for way less. Like I think Clayton Kershaw for fourteen. I don't know what you guys have him for, but that feels like you've priced in enough of the risk to where it's fine. Um and that's because he was the first starting pitcher on the board. Um you'll probably see whoever the 12th starting pitcher is go for probably more than he should, regardless of whether which which order we nominate them for cuz that's you're going to reach the point and maybe maybe it's 13 or 14 for, 13 probably for you at this point, right? Aces.
3: Um yeah, I, I don't know the exact. I think it's fourteen. Well, losing Severino, yeah, it probably is down yeah. to thirteen. Yeah, so, yeah, and I mean, a lot of the early stage of the auction, is, auction is just kind of feeling out the room. Mm-hmm. It it can vary so much from league to league how aggressively people bid, and um, yeah, you, you know, last year again Trout went for sixty. That's went for fifty five. That's a big difference between the fifty two and fifty one they've yeah, gone for huge here. Huge difference, yeah. Um, and and a lot of times they even go for less than that. So. Throwing out a Kirby Yates, somebody who's kind of um, mid-range like that, and seeing whether or not people hold back because oh he's not a stud, or they go aggressively because they don't have, um, you know, they're they 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 just valuing the position differently than you expect. It, it's it's good information to find. I, I I like to throw out kind of a random guy like that as opposed to somebody who you know is going to go at the top.
2: All right, Max Scherzer now thirty six dollars and sold. Uh, Nolan Arenado went for forty two dollars to Scott. Oh. I was bidding on
1: Nolan. I would have Aranato. liked to have bid on that. Why didn't you? I didn't realize it was happening.
2: Oh, we're gonna have terrible <laughs> teams. Uh, Nolan Arenado for forty two. <laughs> I was actually in on that. I was thinking about it, but I already spent big on Trout, and I thought to myself, third base is deep. If I'm gonna spend a lot of money on a second stud, I'm gonna make it at a shallower position. Trey Turner now, he's gonna go for a lot. He's up to thirty eight. Heath is very much in on this. He's up to forty one. Is Heath going to go to forty two for Trey Turner? Forty one. I think I'm done.
0: Scott's thinking about it. Yeah, me too. Me no too. Turner. Come oh. on, to get back sure. out. I, I did get Arenado in all the commotion.
3: I got Arenado for forty two. So I already last year when we were doing this podcast, I, I wasn't happy with the way it turned out. I kind of got left out of the whole stud first second round level. No, you had because, you had Aaron uh,
2: Judge. You had Aaron Judge because I bullied you yes, into getting I did. him. I I But that him. was
3: one I didn't even like, right? Yes, I so bullied I, you into getting him. i finished third, him. so you know, it wasn't it wasn't an embarrassment in the end, but I I tend to like to go studs and duds in this league because at least among the auctions I participate in, it, it's it's on the shallower end and and the waiver wires I know is good enough. The reserve draft that comes immediately after the the auction has some interesting players in it. I feel like you can fill those cheap spots on the fly, if, if the ones you don't draft out right, uh, if they don't end up working out.
2: All right, let me tackle a couple things here. I just uh, nominated Corey Kluber because I don't want him. And I like to nominate expensive players that I don't want. I want to get some money off the board. That's my nomination strategy. There are other nomination strategies. Sometimes, like, I could nominate a Tyler Skaggs and see if I can get him for a dollar or something like that. But if I nominate Skaggs for a dollar and somebody bids two, all of a sudden I have to go three on Tyler Skaggs, and that scares me a little bit. Um it's right. going well, to be
1: really interesting to see.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, Klu- Kluber went for 30 but there was something else I wanted to oh, – oh, the dollar players. Yeah, so we had an email. Why don't you go, Chris? You can complete your thought. I'm sorry to cut you off, and then I'll talk about the dollar well, players.
1: So we've already seen Trout and Betts go for, what, $15 combined less than they did last year, and that's not – Terribly significant, but I think what we're seeing so far with the elite players is they haven't, we haven't really seen like a, a a crazy high price yet. We haven't seen someone, uh, I don't think go for $5 or $10 more than you guys have them valued. Well,
0: for. that's, that's the thing. Betts and Trout still did because I, I always have the first round players for more money than Scott. Mm-hmm. And not to say one way is better than mm-hmm. the other, but I had both those guys for 46. Scott had both those guys for 41. Sure. They oh, ended no.
1: up going for over 50. Yeah. so But, yeah. So, so but then the second, point. like
3: Aaron Judge just went for 33. I had him at 31, being a little more conservative with my auction values. But 33 versus um, 51, 52. I'm not sure the difference in the rankings justifies that big of a difference in the price tag. So let me catch people up here. We Tur-
2: Turner went for 41. Uh, Aaron Otto for 42, Lindor for 31, Aaron Judge for 33, Max Scherzer went for 36, and Corey Kluber went for 30. And so far, the high bid is Mookie Betts at 52 and Mike Trout at 51. Andrew Benintendi has now passed Aaron Judge. Um, oh, well, no, they're, they're at the same price, $33 right now. Uh, that's, you know, I guess depends on how you value the steals. And they went for the same exact price Benintendi for 33, Aaron Judge for 33. Um, i my strategy I do like to have some money left over toward the end. I like to be a little bit of a bully toward the end because at the end you're not just getting late round picks there are gonna be some mid round picks mm-hmm. that that slip through the cracks like rounds four through eight you know they're they're gonna be at the end of the auction some of those players just throwing out maybe a Lorenzo Kane, just somebody in that range so I like to have some money and bully people a little bit um Any uh, anytime you guys want to talk about your strategies just consider this show kind of a, a free for all so Heath nominates Zach yeah, Greinke. Go ahead,
0: sir. Yeah, I, my strategy is just to nominate the guys that Scott really, really wants. <laughs> like Zach Greinke. And so I started with Mondesi in the first round, and he went for a dollar more than Scott <laughs> had him for. And now it's <laughs> Zach Grinky's turn.
2: Scott's got $20 yep. here on Greinke. I
3: got I got a $20 bid. Heath's jumping in at 21 I am thinking about it. No, let Heath have him. I'm gonna go
0: 22. Oh, I'm
3: gonna dude, go 22. he just—he didn't even want him. That's as high as I want to go. If you want to take him from me, you can. That's he a dollar high more, as
1: I'm going. That's a dollar more than you have him for, so I'm good. The problem <laughs> with <laughs> doing this while we're drafting is to make it a good podcast, we have to talk about what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, hey, and I'm willing to do. To I'm willing
2: to it. do that. I, I know you guys. Like, I'm willing to sacrifice my team for the good of the listeners here. So, you really have to, you really have to decide what you want your pitching staff to look like. Cause you can't mess around with hitters. I mean, with pitter, with pitchers, excuse me, you can decide like Heath went very RP heavy last year and it worked. Um, I've never done that. I'm considering it. Um, you have to decide how you want to structure your pitching staff and that's probably going to determine how you draft your hitters, I think. Um, you know, so do you want middle relievers yeah. that just help you in ERA and whip? Uh, do you want it four or five closers? You know, Heath's pitching staff last year, like I mentioned, it was, it was one stud pitcher, Chris Sale, and a lot, and mostly relievers, and not all of them, like only one of them was a closer. The ones that he drafted, and it was Trinan. Most of them had a chance to be closers, but didn't end up being closers. He just won Brad Hand, Heath took yeah. Brad Hand for $15.
3: At the time, I'm not totally sure we were considering Blake Trinan a closer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Brad that. Hand, $15. I nominated him after seeing the Yates bid of $13. Um, I, I guess that's proportional. I do want to bring up a point you were saying about having money at the end, though, because I think, honestly, the most important piece of auction advice I can offer is that you want... Like, I'm I'm fine going aggressive at the beginning. I'm fine particularly in a mixed league, blowing most of my budgets on studs and going in studs and duds approach. But by duds, I don't literally mean $1 players. You want to be one of the last people, if not the last people, to be down to nothing but $1 bids because that's the uh, at the end of the auction, the only way you can jump in for a player you want is if you have an extra dollar to top the guy who nominates him. If you're just down to dollar bids, you only can win the guys you nominate. Anyone else has any money... You're missing out on it, and you're waiting a whole other round to nominate somebody else. And
1: even beyond that, if you have a $2 max bid, then you have to start figuring out, is this a guy, the guy I want to go with my max bid for and make sure that nobody's going to steal him for 2 And then you run the risk of losing that guy for a $3 bid. So it, it, you have to balance things out for sure. And I want to talk about the
2: uh, dollar bids. We had an email from, uh, from Nick in New Jersey. It's our email of the day at at cbsi.com. He's a first-time auctioner. want to know how many $1 players you draft each year when doing an auction. His roster is 24 players, so that's helpful. Ours is 23. Edwin Diaz just went for 18. Boy, closer values are just surprising right now. That's a good value. You know what? I'm really pissed at Nick in New Jersey. If I weren't reading your email, I would have gotten Edwin Diaz for 19. (laughs) How many do you have a set number of $1 uh, players that you want on your team?
0: I I don't have a set number, but I'd say most years it's between 3 and 5.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. And I want to tell you, I, I went through all of the $1 players from our league last year. 66 of them. In my opinion, 22 of them became good values. I am not including Adalberto Mondesi because he was almost certainly dropped. Um, so 22 of them were, Good values, Odubo Herrera, Thames, Mondes, uh, I guess I was including Mondes, I didn't mean to, so maybe that's 21. Glaber Torres, Mitch Haniger, Mike Clevenger, Eugenio Suarez, Jorge Soler, Steven Piscotti, Erodus Viscaino, Matt Kemp, Kenta Maeda, I'll even include Brad Brock, that one's questionable. Tim Anderson, Go for it, Heath. Andrelton Simmons, Miguel Andujar, Aaron Hicks, Michael Fulmer, Jay Happ, Kevin Gosman, Cole Hamels, Mike Fultonevich. These were among the, these were the good players, or the, the good values at a dollar. Most Two-thirds of them were crappy, so just keep that in mind. Holy cow, that is a terrible, terrible value, what we just saw.
0: That's exactly what I have him for.
2: J.T. Real Muto has no business going for $30. If Aaron Judge and Andrew Benintendi are $33, that is a huge overpay for J.T. Real Muto.
1: Oh, I don't think—I mean, maybe with Judge, but I don't think Benintendi's at all guaranteed to be better than Real Muto. Oh, I think he might be a overpay. Not compared Roto. to the position, no.
2: Oh, that's a terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is a. That.
1: You need two catchers. You're going to have to draft probably a really bad hitter in your catcher spot. If you can get Real Muto, it potentially puts you dollars. well ahead in five categories among the the catchers. Do you guys care how you spend your money when you spend your
2: money? Like I said, I want to wait to have money at the end. Do you guys care?
3: Uh, I mean, it it just depends. Like a, a mixed league format, I I like I said, I, I tend to like to go studs and duds, so that probably means I'm spending most of my money early. Kind of the point when I know uh, to back off is like the basically the point of no return for me. Is, like I'm I'm preparing for the end game is when my max bid is half of what my balance is, because then you know there's two dollars for every roster spot to fill instead of just one. And look, if I happen to nominate a guy that I win for a dollar, great. That gives me an extra dollar to spend on somebody else. But that's... Once I get to that point where my balance is twice what my max bid is, I'm done. It's one, two, maybe a three dollar player, and that's it.
0: Chris is in a bidding war for J.D. Martinez, and I believe just paid more for Martinez than Nolan Arenado went for.
3: How much? What are we at here?
0: That's reasonable.
1: There's a pretty 43. good chance he'll be better. There is a chance. Like, he was better last year. Oh, uh, Can yeah. I read an email about Noan Arenado? Probably the year before.
2: Uh, Kevin Trexler says, The Rockies are saying they may bat Nolan Arenado second, and so far he has in all of the spring games. How will that impact your ranking of RBI machine
1: Noan Arenado? It won't. He'll probably score more runs. Yeah, he'll score more runs and drive in fewer. Are they really going to bat him second? Yeah. He'll get... I mean, he'll get 22 to... 27 more plate appearances. It's not nothing, but it shouldn't dramatically impact how you no. value him. No, but if you're drafting him, going, wow. oh wow, I just you know in a roto
2: league, wow, I just got the RBI leader. You might have to make you might have to. Well,
3: he's, he's still gonna like of that.
1: he's still gonna drive in 110 easily. I, I was
3: wowing at the bidding here, Kimbrell, who I, I feel like his stock is falling because he hasn't signed yet, and that's probably reasonable. He just went for 19, one more than Diaz, which backs up the idea. Diaz probably went for too little there. All right, 18. I'm going
2: to nominate Luis Severino. And I wouldn't mind getting him. But let's see. So this is exactly why. You, what did Clayton Kershaw go for? What would you get him at, Chris? 14. 14. Okay, so that's that's your basis here with Severino. And here we go. He's at 5. He's at 6. He'll get up to, you know, he's at 9 now, 10. Chris, Chris and Heath both want him. Creith going back and forth. 12, 13, 14. Are we going higher? Oh, fifteen, sixteen. Chris, could you imagine if Chris gets Severino and Kershaw? What a fun team that would be. Now he's at 17. Chris, you're gonna go to eighteen?
1: Nah. okay. Come on, yeah. First or last.
2: Seventeen dollars <laughs> for Severino. <laughs> All right. Uh that could be a great value. Scherzer went for thirty-six, I think. Kluber went for like thirty. Um what else was I going to say? I had something very important to say. Well, you know what? Until I think of that, uh, let's go through some news and notes and help people. Chris Sale was on the block now. Oh, I know what I was going to say. There are still plenty of aces on the board. There's still – Sales being bid on now. DeGrom, Verlander, Nola, Bauer, Garrett Cole, Cindergard, Carrasco. So you don't want to be the last person. You don't want to take the last person in a tier necessarily because a lot of times the last person in a tier – Goes for like way too much. Chris Sale at 31. That could be amazing. Kluber at 30. We're locked again. We're we're locked. I was
1: trying to bid on that. Okay, he's going to go.
2: We're going to reset that. Good. Gives me more time to make my thought.
1: But you have to, you
2: have to use tiers in auctions. You have to use tiers. You have to understand when a tier is running out. So when there are like three aces left, you might want to, you know, make sure you get one if you don't have one already.
0: I, I do think that's a good approach. I, generally like to go in with like I want this guy, this guy's my plan B, this guy's my plan C. And I it's not as much as I want these tiers. I'm just I just pick out the guys that I want and then try to go get them. And sometimes it doesn't work out and you end up with too many plan C guys,
1: but I have specific targets that I want at each position. Okay. Yeah, I kind of I'm taking more of a holistic approach and trying to build like I'm looking at the team as I'm going. I'm using this tool that I that I created that keeps track of what you have and kind of gives you a projection of where you're going to finish based on what you have. Uh, It's available on Sportsline. the Roto Team Builder tool. And so I'm using that to kind of make sure that I'm hitting the spots that I want to and I'm I'm getting the team as opposed to the specific players. I don't really care about the name. I want the production that I can get uh, to to show what my likely finish is going to be.
2: I wanted to give one more tip. Um, Think about the amount of players that are going to be bid on. Then look at average draft position. And so what do we have? Two hundred and like 80. How many people are going to be bid on? 23 people times 12. So 276, 276. right? Look at ADP yep. and look at who's going in that range and see if you think those players are good. And if you do, that's probably like Sonny Gray is 276. I think he's t- perfectly justifiable as a $1 player. Fran Reyes is two hundred seventy-second. Tyler White, 271. If you think that there are players there that, that you like, that that should that should influence. Um, ooh, Stanton, thirty-two. Do I want to go thirty-three? No, because I already have an outfielder and I already bid mm-hmm. on
3: Trout. Judge went for thirty-three, so that thirty-two seems pricey for Stanton. I have him at twenty-nine. I've got him at thirty-four, but and
1: he's not part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have Stanton for thirty-four, plan. but you had Judge for forty, right? Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. So anyway, like I said, you know, that's how you get a good gauge on league depth and. Um, And who you can get for a dollar or two. Herman Marquez now being bid on. I did want to go through some news and notes. Justin Verlander experimenting with a change up. Cool. Ross Stripling, the next man up in the Dodgers rotation. So now who's Mm -hmm. the who's the late round Dodgers pitcher we like? Herman Marquez already more expensive than Severino and Clayton Kershaw. He's at eighteen dollars.
3: He's he's here giggling.
1: (laughs) So the question... (laughs) He he knows Armand Marquez is part of my plan. So the question uh, that I have, Adam, is, is Ross Stripling ahead of Arias right now? Because every indication I've seen so far is that Arias has a legitimate chance. He hasn't been bad in spring training.
3: Dave Roberts said just yesterday, Stripling is first up if there's an opening.
1: So, okay. Playing. But is that again? Is that including? Is that, is that is. with the Kershaw opening, or is it with
3: no? It, the guy clarified who tweeted it out that um, it's not. It's your so turn to nominated player. So I it's know.
1: Kershaw, Ryu, Maeda, Bueller. Hey, can I, I need? I need to interrupt Until Kershaw gets back. You. This is too important. Jose well, no, Al- but that was only four. Hold
2: on, hold on. This is too important. Jose Altuve is being bid on now. Am I crazy? Because this is my next note. He has general left side soreness a year after playing through a knee injury. Are you guys starting to get concerned? Did that do anything to you? Because it made me think, God, is he like 29 years old, I think, right now? Are we starting to enter the injury-prone phase of Jose Altuve?
3: No, it sounds like a spring injury. They said he would have played if it was a regular season game. Uh, I'm I'm not concerned by it at all. As a 30-year-old, I think he'll be fine.
1: He's got some time left.
2: Okay, good. Then I'm going to start bidding on Jose Altuve. He's up to
1: 35 yeah, no, you there. You started bidding a little Heath, too late.
2: 36. Does Azer want to go 37, 39? Heath, 40. Wow. Heath, 40. Scott, 41. Chris, you want to get it out of that? No one, Arenado
1: went no. for 42 Ooh. or 43. Heath jumps in with a
3: $42 bid, and I'm going to let him go.
1: Yeah, I think Arenado, Altuve, and, and Martinez going 42, 43. I, that. Makes perfect sense, I think. Adam, just take that. Heath. Just, Adam's take that Heath. 43. You take it? Yeah, he can have him. Okay. <laughs> oh, Trout and Altuve. So Trout and Altuve. I'm a little
0: bit worried about the side injury.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's 29. He's kind of hitting that point where he might be injury prone. All right. So, what's the general What's the conclusion on the Dodgers' rotation? All right. So, it's so Kershaw, Ryu, Maeda, Bueller. Who's the fifth right now?
3: Uh, Who are we forgetting? We're forgetting Samba. Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Rich Hill, okay. there you go. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, so stripling, stripling would
3: be the sixth guy replacing Kershaw at the start of the season. Doesn't mean Arias isn't going to start later. It, it sounds like, um, from what I've read, they're wanting to preserve his innings early so that maybe he could jump into the rotation later in the year. Someone there's going to be a spot, that's, like it, very early. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, been, and the Dodgers especially. I mean, Rich they, Hill they put.
1: Come. Rich Hill will get a blister. They put
3: players on the IL for sport. Notice I said IL. Yes, very good. That's what it's
1: called.
2: Very good. Um, So yeah, Stripling um, was amazing last year. And like, is he a dollar bid player? You think?
1: Oh, he should go for more if he's if he's the leader for for the sixth spot. I mean, it's going to be a short term spot
3: in theory. I mean, he's going to be in the rotation at other times in the future probably. So I wouldn't. I have him for four dollars. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up going for a dollar, but yeah, I have him for
2: four. All right, Jack Flaherty just went for twenty-one. Armand Marquez previously went for nineteen. In between, we had Jose Altuve for forty-three. Now here's a really interesting one: Tyler White nominated for two dollars. The current bid is two dollars. I don't think I can spend three dollars
1: on him. Well, here's three. This is R.J. White's uh, move. I think he nominates. A low end guy that he likes for two and lets someone else get them for three. It's what happened with Omar Narvaez earlier today. And Tom Oganowski gets Tyler White, so it, think, it, it, Tyler White for
2: three. So what do you think it's Tyler White for three dollars? Is that good or bad?
1: I don't love it. It's neutral. <laughs> like it, it could be good, but at this stage in the draft, when he's someone that you might have been able to get for a dollar at the end, is Tyler White irreplaceable? is Tyler White someone that you think has a really good chance of returning, say, $15 of value? I'm a little iffy on that. I'd rather just wait until the end of a draft and, and take the shot on someone else being worth a dollar, someone like Steven Souza, who will mm-hmm. almost certainly, if not, a dollar in the reserve rounds. Tyler White might have more upside, although I'm not even sure that's the case. Yeah. Um, but at this point in the draft, spending those marginal dollars can come back and hurt you. This is one of yeah. the oddities of a draft, too, is I feel like...
3: Uh, of an auction, I mean. Even though you theoretically have access to every player and you feel like it should make it more likely that you get your favorite sleepers because you can target them anytime they're on the board. If anyone else in the league, if that's a favorite sleeper of theirs, too, uh, it can wind up going for much more than you want to spend. So I kind of just... My sleepers go out the window in an auction, particularly low-dollar sleepers. I I want them to be low-dollar players above being my favorites. You know,
1: there's no such thing as a sleeper anymore.
3: Right. I mean, there's that too, but it's, especially when we're playing in an industry league. It, yeah. It's funny because you'd think in an auction players would go for values relative to where they're drafted, but that's just not how it works. The the draft is so uh, choreographed by comparison that. Everybody knows about when a player is supposed to go and nobody targets him except maybe like a round before that. Auctions, they can go for double what they theoretically should.
2: All right, we just had some interesting bids. Bryce Harper for thirty eight and Ronald Acuna for thirty nine. And what did Real Muto go for? He went for thirty, so now Gary Sanchez is at twenty six dollars. I'm gonna tell you how much Gary Sanchez goes for. We're gonna come back right after this. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, Gary Sanchez, $26 sold, right? Sold? Yes, sold. Gary Sanchez, I'm a terrible auctioneer, for $36. Uh, or twenty twenty six. Okay. You have many other
1: positive qualities. <laughs> Thank Same you.
2: One. Hey, more news: Jeremy Jeffers being shut down for a he's week. He's always we, he's always here. We talked about that. Jeremy Jeffers being shut down for a week. He could be ready for opening day, but we we like Corey Knable at this point. We'll see how much he goes for. Here's Trevor Story being bid on. Um, there was a nice article about Cody Bellinger on ESPN.com. Dave Roberts said Cody Bellinger has to be their guy. Uh, Scott wrote a good story about some spring training stuff. Jordan Zimmerman's made some adjustments and he's healthy. Uh, you can have him, Scott. Houston reportedly that was the
3: least interesting note you picked out there. Yeah, but. I thought I took
2: more. <laughs> I thought I wrote down more. There was some interesting stuff. Oh, oh, the, was it the Brad Peacock news? He's yeah. the favorite to be the fifth starter. Yes, he is,
3: according to Astros beat writer Brandon mctaggart. He is the favorite, and he was awesome as a starter t- in 2017. Uh, had more than ten strikeouts per nine and twenty one starts. We talked about it yesterday, but yeah, yeah he's he's officially, uh, I think, needs to be drafted in all mixed leagues. I have him valued in this format at four dollars.
2: And let me tell you something about Peacock. So as a starter in 2017, he had a 3.22 ERA, 135 strikeouts in 111 and two thirds. But he walked a lot of guys, 46 walks, and a 1.22 WHIP for Peacock. However, his last 13 appearances, 12 of them were starts, only 20 walks and 70 and a third. So the walks got better. And then last year as a reliever, 2.8 walks per nine. So I don't know if, if it's really an improvement. I have to nominate someone, sorry. But if it is, you know, that's, he could be amazing. All right. So I have Trout and I have, have Altuve. I cannot spend big on another player. At least another hitter. So I'm going to nominate Jose Ramirez for $10. He'll probably go for 45 ish and we will get some money off the board. But I know I am out on Jose Ramirez, so, again, that's my nomination strategy. He's up to $34 right now. Uh, Josh Donaldson is going to make his spring training debut today as they kind of handled him with kids' gloves. And Yadier Molina is making his spring training debut today. I don't know if Donaldson's today, maybe tomorrow. Houston has reportedly offered Dallas Keuchel a short-term deal. Which, by the way, would be bad, bad news for Brad Peacock. So keep that in mind. Uh Jose Ramirez is at 45. Now he's at 46. Remember, Trout was 50 and Betts was 51. So Chris has Ramirez 46 going twice and sold. All right, Chris, Chris and what, what
3: Heath what were making eyes at each other during that one.
1: Chris, what do you got right now? We're just now? trying to size each other up. See who's, see who's yeah. going to
0: blink. The bidding first. war came Man, down to them. I think everybody players. else was out at 40. Heath blinked. You
1: know where I'm, my stopping point is. It's oh, I don't on have, the website. I don't <laughs> have yours yours open. Chris, you have five. I'm not players. trying to play these little games. Yeah, that's a lot right now. They're pretty good too. They're pretty good. Take it. Take us through it. Uh, I have Jose Ramirez for 46 at third base. At Alberto Mondesi for 26. Uh, JD Martinez for 43. Nelson Cruz for 20, and Clayton Kershaw for 14. So. I'm down to a $94 max bid. I think I will probably spread that around between multiple <laughs> players. Um, it's a good start, though. You know, looking at it, I'm a, I'm definitely worried about Adalberto Mondesi's batting average, but I think everyone else uh, in my offense that I've drafted, the other three guys, should all be helpful. Um, I've got two power speed guys. I've got a great batting average guy, and I think Nelson Cruz is going to bounce back uh, in terms of batting average. So, it's a great starting place for my offense. I've got you know, I think three two first round guys and, and another maybe Scott might think he's a second, late you know, late second, early third round guy in Mondesi. So right, we'll see how your team I'm, I'm turns happy with out. It. Uh guys, we have to say goodbye to our video audience. If
2: you're listening though on the podcast, we will have more for you. Uh, but for the video audience, thank you very much for watching Fantasy Baseball Today. I hope this was helpful. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Fantasy Baseball Today, uh, from CBS Sports, anywhere you get your podcasts. And we're back. We haven't missed a beat. Actually, we missed two bids. Uh, Justin Verlander went for $32 and Jose LeClerc for 14 And it really struck me that we are running out of closers. So, uh, you know, like, for sure closers. So what you have to do, ooh, here's Brad Peacock. $3 yeah, Brad Peacock. Timely
3: nomination by me.
2: All right, Scott said he'd go four. Nah, three? nah, I'm not gonna do it. He said three. Huh? Huh? There's oh! four, five. five. double
0: bid. <laughs> yeah,
2: now he might be a little. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my queue. I'm gonna put all the number one, like for sure, gonna get Colin? saves closers in there. And Brad Peacock just went for five dollars. And I have to make sure I get. I mean, I'm gonna try to get two, but I might only get one. Um, but you know, you don't want to miss out completely on that. So. Use your cue wisely, everybody. How you guys feeling so far? Let's. let's uh, Chris said who he has. I only have, uh, I think, two players. I have Trout and Altuve. And Heath, how about you?
0: I have yet to get a uh, star. I've got Travis Shaw for $16, Brad Hand for $15, both of them part of my plan. I've missed out on a couple of guys that I really wanted to get. Um, And it's not a comfortable position I'm in right now, but I am happy with the two players I have and the value I got them for.
2: There was one other note I didn't get to, by the way. Oh, Scott, why don't you tell me your team, then I'll get to the, the Yankees' note, of course. Okay.
3: Oh, my goodness. Whit Merrifield makes me wish I'd bid on Mondesi. I saw I saw <laughs> he had great his, backup his plan. finger on
1: the on the laptop, yeah. so I knew he was going to keep bidding. Oh, my goodness.
3: Uh, yeah. He has a tell. And mine is apparently crossing names off my list. Anyway, my <laughs> team. Uh, Nolan Arenado for 42, Manny Machado for 35. I feel like those were pretty good prices relative to the other first-round-type hitters, probably because they play deep positions and they don't steal. Uh, and then I have Zach Granke for 22 as my lone starting pitcher. So three players, all you know, all high-dollar guys. I guess Granke kind of a mid-to-high-dollar guy.
2: Wow, Whit Merrifield for 32. Okay, remember. I think Aaron, that's fine. Aaron Judge and and Ben Benintendi were 33. Stanton was 32. Real Muto was 30. I think so, he's yeah, right there with those guys. It makes sense. Um as Drupal Cabrera, no thank you. $3 on as Drupal Cabrera? No.
0: There no, will be
1: $1 he, players
0: that go. He's
1: like a $7 player every year, though. No. I In terms
0: of that. value, yes.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. going to hit, like, 270 with 20 homers. Easy. It's
2: just what he does. All right, some more players coming off the board here. Um, as Drupal Cabrera went for $6, Noah Syndergaard still being bid on, and he just went for $25. So we still have DeGrom, Nola, Bauer, Garrett Cole, And Carrasco. And then past that, we have Corbin and Paxton, Strasburg, Clevenger. Um, And then you get to, like, Barrios, Tyone, uh, Morton, Price, you know. I think Bumgarner's probably still there, Archer, et cetera. All right, here's Nola. So, yeah, we're starting to run out of aces. See if Syndergaard just went for 25. Nola's at 25. Now he's 26.
3: Doing play-by-play on the bidding. This is where an auction podcast 29. is at its finest.
2: I, I think it is. You know, as long as the bidding is somewhat I don't speedy. Is. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to do it for every player. Noah's at 29, no, it is, and Heath won him I got
1: 29. a good player. It's interesting uh, that Nola goes for $4 more than Syndergaard. He's safer, but <laughs> you really like Syndergaard, I feel like you
3: you seem I, to I mean, be you seem to be much more willing to forgive his um
1: pretty extensive injury well, history so, at this point so it's it was elbow it was bone spurs in the elbow once, right but it wasn't like ligamental damage I mean
2: come on, he's injured every year the, like this is not oh, he got hit by a comebacker and bruised his shit. He throws extremely hard and he gets hurt all the time. Right. But he again, has, he okay. has yet to
3: deliver an ace workload. Right. I think he had 180 innings one year, which is getting pretty close.
1: Right? I mean, right. But again, like it was bone spurs in his elbow one year. It was the peck the other year. He had a hand and mouth syndrome. Uh, and what he was it last year? It,
3: it, that, it, he did have some time off for that last year, but I, I, there was something more uh, more related to the arm that he missed time for too. I, I can't honestly. I can't remember because the list is so long. Yeah. But that's I I I consider Cindergard one
1: of the riskier of the quote unquote aces. Sure, but he he's thrown 150, the year he got called up, 183 in 2016, 30 in 2017, that was bad, but then 154 last year. I feel like we're we kind of treat him like he didn't pitch last year, you know?
2: Yeah, 154 is is not going to help. I mean, it'll help in a points league, it's not going to be great in a roto league, you know. It's not as important, I guess. It's important, but you're still getting great production. That's not so bad.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, he's also really good, and then he goes for $4 less than Aaron Nola, who's thrown 77 and two-thirds as a rookie, 111 the following year, 168 in 2017, and then 212 last year. So we do have, I guess, proof that Aaron Nola can do the, the ace workload, but it's not like his history is leaps and bounds more impressive in terms of making it through a full season. Then Noah Syndergaard. Were
0: either of those first two years? Did they involve any minor league innings?
1: One of them did. The other one, I think he had he got uh, elbow, and then the third year, I think he had a back injury. And last year, it was a finger injury for Noah Syndergaard. That's all it was.
2: So, I uh, yeah, look, if Syndergaard uh, can pitch 180 innings, that would be that would be tremendous, and getting him for less than Nola, probably I don't know, you might get a better pitcher. Trevor Bauer being nominated right now. And we still have DeGrom, Bauer, Cole, Carrasco on the board. Probably I would say four in that tier. Um yep. okay. Everybody okay, Scott. Frozen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah frozen. Uh this is a strange right. day. Um so we'll we'll uh okay, losing my train of thought, I apologize. Uh one thing I've noticed here in this draft is that some some trendy players are going for a lot. Brad Peacock, what did he go for? Six bucks? And Nick Senzel five. five? Okay, Nick Senzel just went for seven. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying
1: it's unusual. You know? It's risky. It is risky. Like, Nick Senzel, we all love the skill set. We all like that he has a chance to be the opening day center fielder, but he's hurt right now. Um, And you talk about someone who's always hurt. Nick Senzel has always been hurt. I don't know if he's made it through a full minor league season. Um, And so now he's making the switch from the infield to the outfield involves a lot more running. Maybe he just maybe he's having trouble handling that as well.
2: Yeah, it's just like you're gonna get for seven dollars you can get a good and established player. Um so Well the only the only Senzel problem with, with that, that is, is I, I
3: legitimately think Senzel like with with what sounds like the expectation he will be the red center fielder if not on opening day the mid April after they, they buy they get the extra year of uh team control like I've moved him up in my second base rankings to the point he is a $7 player. Okay. Uh, but the, the larger point stands. I mean, if, if it's... I, just, just because I have him as a $7 player doesn't mean he's going to go for $7 if the nomination happens later because overspends early in the auction lead to discounts later in the auction. And so, it doesn't
1: mean that someone like George Springer might not go for 10 You know, like that's entirely possible. Yes, you're right.
2: You're right.
3: Right. This is really the best application of auction values, particularly our side. I I don't know how the others do it, but if if it's a, we have ours, we have done the math for a 12-team standard Roto League, meaning all the dollars are distributed equally among, uh, uh, between 276 players uh, across, you know, for 276 players fitting all the roster needs. Um, so the math adds up. The, the the amount of money we've allocated to these players is the total amount of money everybody has to spend in that league. So if you see players for going, going for more than the projected auction values, what that tells you is there's going to be not much money left at the end, and you're going to find discounts there.
1: And Jacob deGrom just went for $6 more than Trevor Bauer. I, I don't think that's worth <laughs> think the, how, the $6 difference. I know it's an auction, and... And things change, but Trevor Bauer was just about as good as Jacob DeGrom, if not as good last year. I know he got hurt, but it wasn't. What? He didn't like he was pop a ligament good. in his elbow.
2: He wasn't as good as DeGrom. DeGrom had like arguably the greatest season in baseball history, but he also I'm, I'm, he also went for the same amount as Max Scherzer. I'm talking about 36,
1: skill. not not necessarily results. In terms of the the peripherals, he was right there with Jacob Degrom. I, people forget how good Bauer's season was. He's, he had oh, yeah. 2.21 ERA. I, I mean, wanted I wanted Bauer. I just missed it, him.
3: At the time he got hurt, I thought he was leading the AL Cy Young race. That obviously Snell ultimately won. Um, and I think you make an
1: argument: Trevor Bauer should have won it over Blake Snell. Does anybody? Because uh, it's not like Blake Snell had that many more innings.
2: Does anybody not have an ace, by the way, other than me?
1: I have Clinton Kershaw. I have
3: Granke, who right. I'd, li- I'd like another pitcher at least on that same level. Yeah, I've got Nola. I'm good.
2: Okay, Javier Baez going for thirty dollars. Uh, there we go. Clevenger went for twenty one. So we have the the two that I'm looking at are Garrett Cole and Carlos Carrasco. And based on the bidding, I am willing to. <laughs> say Those this. are the last. Willing two. to say this out loud, I'm willing to go in the. No, I'm not gonna say it out loud. <laughs>
0: they're, they're, they're both going for more than thirty. Those,
2: than are the, go, la- yeah. those
0: are the last two aces,
2: right? And this is the kind of the the problem that you get to when you wait till the end of a tier because they are gonna get bit up. But I think I would, I might spend like thirty one on Cole. Not sure about Carrasco. Here's Freddie Freeman. All right, we got some hitters now. Honestly, hitters?
3: I I don't know. I was debating. I don't know that I shouldn't have gone twenty two on Clevenger, just because of. You know, there there isn't much better out there to buy. Like if I want to have two guys at the top of the rotation, um that's kind of what it means.
2: Yeah, you could see what James Paxton goes for, Steven Strasberg.
1: There's certainly guys with ace potential left. Um, but in terms of the like have done it before, um, don't have question marks guys, it's Carrasco and and Cole left.
2: Scott, you just took Freddie Freeman for thirty-three
1: dollars, so
2: makes sense. I'm a little surprised. Right. So now you have three pretty expensive players. Um thirty-three dollar <laughs> Freeman, thirty-five dollar Machado, forty-two <laughs> forty-two dollar Arenado, and a twenty-two dollar Granky.
1: Nobody has ever been more proud of themselves than Heath when he just nominated Rick Porcello for two dollars. <laughs> like they're like he is throwing a little parade for himself. He's got the hat and the baton.
2: Uh, now he's up to six bucks, Porcello, and he just went for six bucks. Scott wasn't interesting. Interested? So Scott, Scott passed uh, on principle. <laughs> Scott has to nominate a player, but I want you to talk about having Freeman, Arenado, and Machado for thirty-three, thirty-five, and forty-two dollars. It's awesome. Yeah i
3: i I think relative to the other first, second round type bats, those are good price tags, and it's a little more than I have them for. Maybe even a little more than I'm comfortable with, but my experience last year was that I backed off too early from these guys and then had to build a lineup of mid of mid tier guys, which I don't like doing in a mixed league. There are going to be enough surprises late, low dollar uh, off the waiver wire even in this format that I, I don't I don't feel like you have to resort to that.
0: I really thought you were price enforcing me on Freddie Freeman.
3: I wasn't. I, I wanted to get a first baseman, a, a a stud first baseman, and I had budgeted as much as thirty five for it. Um, I thought maybe I could get Goldschmidt for that amount, who I like more than Freeman, but I don't want to. I didn't want to pass up Freeman at thirty three, and then Goldschmidt goes for thirty nine or something, you know. All
2: right. So so Patrick Corbin just went to Scott for twenty five. So Scott just got the last two players. Now remember, Degrom and Scherzer went for thirty six. All of the aces are going for you know thirty ish. Scott has granke at twenty two and corbin at twenty five you you like it
3: i uh i like i I wanted two twenty dollar guys like Zach granke, and I had to go five extra on Corbin. I think just the way this auction's played out forced my hand. I didn't want my second starting pitcher to end up being somebody like chris Archer, which if we continued down that path, it might have been so I went ahead and nominated Corbin with Garrett Cole and Carrasco still on the board cuz I thought if they went first and Corbin was still out there um you know by by the time Corbin went if he was clearly the best pitcher his price might get inflated too. So that's that's a scenario where I feel like it makes sense to nominate a player you want. Uh, but you know it's just what I hate one of the things I hate most in an auction is saving my money for a specific player. Passing up players that would have worked instead. This is kind of what I was saying with Freeman. Passing up players that would have worked instead. It's Moneyball. You, you buy numbers. You don't buy names. And, and then when my player gets, oh, he goes for way more than I'm comfortable with. Well, I can't go back in time yeah. and go after those players that would have been fine. Right. So I, it, sometimes I like to just nominate them right away, pull the Band-Aid off, don't have any false expectations of what you're able to accomplish, uh, and, and then you can't get burned that way.
2: Okay, so we are 50 minutes into our draft, and I have two players. <laughs> this draft is going to take at least four hours. We won't. We'll probably that's do. How, I don't know. That's
1: how much drafts are, or auctions are.
2: An hour 15. I uh, on the air. I wanted to see where Vlad was going. How much Vlad was going to go for? I'm glad that he was bid on while we're doing the show on the air. Twenty. I'm uh, going to say 20. Well, Daniel Murphy just went for 18, so I'm going to say like 20. Four for, for Vlad. That's my guess. He's
1: up to 18, Ooh, yeah. 19, 20, he, 21, he, 22. Heath is riding that click button. Ooh,
2: 22 to RJ White. What do you think, Heath? you going to go 23? Nope. Why Why just cut it off?
0: Because 21 was all I was going to spin on him. Okay. 22
3: for Vladimiro. He or doesn't Roger. hedge,
0: <laughs> man.
3: I, I debate that last dollar or two. I'm like, am I really going to miss it? <laughs> uh, but Heath doesn't. He has a cutoff, and that's where he... He sticks to it, man.
1: Okay, here we go. Garrett Cole. The last ace. I I like... Unless you count for Rasko. uh,
2: I like... I was just trying to play mind games. uh, (laughs) We'll see... Oh, never mind. Okay. I'm sorry. sorry. Sometimes I get sidetracked because stuff's going on in the draft room.
1: Um... So I'll I'll take the lead here. Adam is trying to bid on Garrett Cole, but he can't seem to figure it out. Garrett (laughs) Cole is up to $33 to Tom Oganowski. Adam is trying to figure out whether he wants to go, and he does not. Done. He's out. I'm I'm not – you know what? Look, you can win. I can win (laughs) without an ace. Okay, Chris Chris Towers.
2: I can do it. It, it, I'm not going to do it in a draft, but I'm not going to overpay and hurt myself in other areas. Here's the problem, though.
1: Yeah, you're probably going to overpay for like the next tier of pitchers, or even pay full price. Uh, maybe and that's a lot riskier than paying a premium for an ace. I hope.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 you might be right. You might be right. But like, if Nick Senzel is going for six or seven, like then I feel like there's going to be some value in the middle rounds. So you know the, the guys that would normally go in the middle rounds.
3: There are going to be so many players. It happens. It happens in every year. In our mixed auction, there are going to be players that go for five dollars or less that absolutely shock you. Right. And so if I'm going after a true scarcity, something that I know is not I can't replace later in the auction, which is the whole idea behind valuing aces like we do. You're just not going to find those guys. Uh, You will. Somebody
1: will. (laughs) Somebody will. But you certainly can't rely on you might find one. But you need to take a lot if of you bites get, at the if you get if you get lucky. Yeah. You, need to, you need to like your I mean, reserve rounds should all be high upside. Prices.
3: The guy who got Snell last year. Yeah. the guy who got Severino the year before. But it it doesn't happen with near the frequency it used to. So my 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 bigger point being, um, it's okay to overspend for those the things that are irreplaceable. It's okay. I'm I'm regretting not going the extra dollar on Alberto Mondesi at this point because the, all the steals have gone for. Too much because it's a scarce commodity. And I feel like Mondesi for what he could bring overall was worth the price tag.
2: And uh, Garrett Cole went for 33. Lorenzo Kane, speaking of steals, went for 24. Here's Alex Bregman. This looks like a great value right now for Bregman. I, like, I feel like I have to get in on that. Actually, no, I think that was stupid. I think I just made <laughs> a
0: really. $3 more than Scott has in one dollar. I think I just made a really
2: stupid decision. I have Alex Bregman for $37. It's not bad. I mean, you don't have many high-dollar players, right? I have only high-dollar players. I have Trout,
3: (laughs) Altuve, and
2: Bregman. Bregman is my cheapest player. So, okay, yeah, that was... It's it's, it's,
3: it's not
1: bad. This is one spot where I think you might be paying for a name instead of numbers. Because, like, Paul Goldschmidt will probably produce very similar numbers. If not better. But Uh, Charlie Blackman might be an alex bregman clone i mean we're talking about it. what a disappointing yeah, season yeah. charlie blackman had and it was 29 homers and 12 steals oh, and yeah. like a 290 average
2: the only thing i'm going to say bregman is third base and shortstop eligible when you get into any format that's a little bit deeper it is nice to have that flexibility george springer sure. not going to go for those ten dollars <laughs> he's at 23 right now to heath heath and scott want george
1: springer a George Springer player with numbers like George Springer will go for $10. is what I meant, obviously. We all knew that. <laughs> I th- I find myself liking Springer more than I thought. I, I wow. didn't go 23
3: like Heath he's did. He's going to start running. That's the thing. Like and Maybe. On the Is he's going to be good at it because he's been abysmal? On the one hand, it's like, okay, that's just a dumb spring story. You should ignore it. But he lost 12 pounds. Uh, Hinch is talking about having the Astros as a whole run more. Uh, Springer's three for three on steals this spring. Which is very aggressive by his standards and successful. Maybe, maybe this is finally the year he he gives us the twenty steals. Maybe. I, I recently lost twenty pounds and I'm not any faster. <laughs> so I, I don't want to draft him with that expectation, mind you, but
1: um you know, it could it could work out. Twenty three seems like a fine value for what George Springer has been. Like a a, a slightly better version, maybe.
2: Goldschmidt for thirty four to Heath. So Heath just took two players back to back, Springer and Goldschmidt. I, uh, I've basically uh, ruined my team with Bregman. That was, uh, <laughs> that was unfortunate. I don't know how I'm going you're, to. Can I quit? Can I you're quit doing the fine. Leaves? You're
3: you're doing fine, sweetie. <laughs> you really are. I, I think you're being a little too pessimistic. Um, there I, I you just have, just have, have to be disciplined now. the rest of the way.
2: Yeah. All right. So I have 20 you Start spots Doing you hosting a podcast. Yeah, that's a... 20 spots this bill and 129 dollars left, so that's like six bucks per player basically. I don't know how I'm gonna pull this off. I'm gonna need some one dollar guys for sure. Um, okay. So now what? Charlie Blackman. All right, he's at 30. Goldschmidt went for 34, 31. Bregman for 37. Yikes. 32 for Blackman, Chris. That's your bid. Are you gonna go to 34 if somebody beats you?
1: Nobody's going to beat me.
2: What if I hit 33 right now?
1: I'm unbeatable.
2: 32!
1: I love it. Let's I tried to Blackman. get it in there. but I, I love Blackman this I year. I, I think he's being undervalued. I, I don't think... Like, like the, even before the big breakout in midway through, 2017 and the, or midway through 2016 and all of 2017, we were still looking at him as a borderline first rounder. Um, I don't think the skill set has declined so dramatically that... You know, he, we we should have discounted him as much as we have. Thirty two isn't a value necessarily, but I think it's perfectly fine.
3: Yeah, I mean, especially since he's one of the last of maybe three hitters that strike me as unquestionably elite. I had him at thirty, but I almost went thirty three just because of that. You know, that's my last chance at him, or one of my last chances at that caliber of
2: player. All right, Anthony Rizzo now twenty seven. 28 to Scott. 29 for Anthony Rizzo. 30 for Anthony Rizzo. Whoa, Scott. 31 now uh, to Greg. You going to go 32, Scott White? Speaking
3: of that, scarcity. Uh, no, I think that pushes me to my limit.
2: Okay. That's a lot. Uh, 31 for Rizzo, 32 for Blackman. Rizzo much better in points leagues. Um, he's always, like, Forget last year. Let's say Rizzo's just what he normally is. That's usually like a top 12 hitter in points leagues, closer to 20 in Roto. Unless maybe OBP would be better. OBP would be better. But this is a batting average league. I should have said that. Batting average, home runs, RBIs, runs, and steals, wins, ERA, whip, saves, and strikeouts.
3: You are rattled at him.
2: I am. Rattled. It's tough to do. Oh, come <laughs> I think, on. I think he's
3: nominated Fran Mil Reyes, thinking I'm going to try and buy a $2 <laughs> <laughs> player when everybody's bidding on. It's too early for that, Heath. Come on. <laughs>
0: But I he's really, not going to be there for you at the I end. Thought I was going to get he's him for three. He went for five I was five just
3: saying, if you were listening to this podcast, Heath, you can't, you can't get too attached to your own players, especially the low dollar guys, because they end up going for five when they should go for, for four. four,
0: for two. He <laughs> may have gone. He may have gone for two in two hours.
2: Yeah, yeah. There are going to be some crazy bargains at some point. Oh, here's Starling Marte. Okay, Scott, you still need steals.
3: I'll let you figure that out.
2: Okay. Starling Marte at 23, 25 to Heath, 26. Will Heath go 27 on Starling Marte? Charlie Blackman went for 32. Rizzo for 31. Marte's up to 29 now. Springer went for 23, remember. Marte to 31 to Scott, 32. Scott White, you're going to get in there at 33.
3: I think I'm going to have to go the bargain basement route with the stolen bases. No, you'll be
2: fine. You will be totally fine doing that. There's plenty of them. You will have Greg Allen no, on your team. There's not plenty of
3: them. <laughs> we talked about it Don't yesterday. was thinking about that the other day. You let off by saying there were 23 players of any value to mixed leagues that stole 20 plus bases. That's less than two per team. That's not. Yeah, so you'll, that, you'll that get, doesn't you'll mean get, get 20.
1: 20 steals is not going to do it. Right. You'll get... Well, but but still, we have... You need, you need four guys who are going to steal 20 bases.
2: Well, I'm okay, if I expanded it to 15 steals, there'd be a lot more. you need more. five. <laughs> no, but there'd be a lot more than just 23 or whatever. Sonny Gray for $3. I think that's a, fine. What a I, weird I, I'm draft.
1: optimistic about him. The Yankees were a bad fit.
2: They were. Yeah, they were. That could be a good one. Lance Bresdowski gets Sonny Gray for $3. And it...
1: Yeah, it's it makes sense why it was a bad fit even before what he said. You know, the Yankees want guys to throw their breaking balls, but they want them to throw them for strikes. You know, not necessarily to chase. When when you look at the way Masahiro Tanaka pitches, he's almost slider splitter first. Um, and oh, yeah. Sonny Gray's slider has been a good swing and miss pitch for him, but that's not the same thing as being a a, a pitch you can establish early on in the count.
2: I tweeted this the other day. He, uh, Chris, you know the song Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac? Sure. I think you can sing – s- you say kukichi as you see your gypsy. I think it works.
0: You say – wait. You say kukichi. I say kukichi. You
2: say kukichi. Like it can work. And he just went for $7, by the way.
1: It can work. That's fine, fine, fine value.
2: All right. We're, we're past an hour. Let's recap our squads. I have a great team for now, but it will soon be terrible because I have Mike Trout for 51, Jose Altuve for 43, and Alex Bregman for 37. Uh, Scott, who do you have?
3: Well, Adam, I am taking a close look at the guy on the clock right now, and I'm trying to bid on him, and it's not letting me. Am I the only one? Is that another freeze? It's
2: Another freeze.
3: It looks like it.
2: We're using a beta version.
3: Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good endorsement for our product.
2: No, this is the first time this has ever happened. It's very strange, but we'll yeah. work out all the kinks. Um, so you're trying to bid on Xander Bogarts. All right, so I'll let Scott deal with that. Chris, tell me who's on your team.
1: Uh, it, it's a great team, Adam. Okay. Uh, Jose Ramirez at third base, Alberto Mondesi at shortstop, JD Martinez in the outfield, flanked by Charlie Blackman. Nelson Cruz holding down the designated hitter spot and Clayton Kershaw as my only pitcher. Uh I will need more pitchers than that. For sure.
2: Yeah, I think probably. <laughs> but you have more than I do, so that's good. He And what? I'm in
1: a I'm in a good spot with my offense where I can kind of lay lay off for a little while now.
2: Yeah, well, me and you both, buddy. Heath, how about you? What do you got?
1: I have six players.
0: I went on a little run there and got three out of four. I've got Goldschmidt at first base, Travis Shaw at either second or third, depending on what comes up later. Two outfielders and Lorenzo Cain and George Springer. And I have Aaron Nola as my ace and Brad Hand as my top closer.
2: You're ready to compete. you ready to go. Scott, did and you get Bogarts? No, you did not.
1: Uh, no, I kind of feel like Scott, I should have. Scott is really upset. I do want to I, I point one thing out that's really cool that you can do uh, if you're a Sportsline subscriber. If you download the Roto Team Builder tool that I made, right now with just Jose Ramirez, Adalberto Mondesi, JD Martinez, Charlie Blackman, Nelson Cruz, and replacement-level players at every other position, I'm projected for a top three or four finish at every hitting category. Nice. And so what that tells me now is I really don't have to spend more than $10 on any other hitter, and I should be in a pretty good spot. So now, now I can start to go after pitching. Okay, that's
2: great. Yeah, so go to sportsline.com and use the promo code VEGAS and get the first month for a dollar and download that tool and get the aces metric and all that cool stuff. Sportsline.com, the promo code is VEGAS. Yasiel plead Scott for has 17. Fully bucks. Yeah, Scott, what's Scott going on? Scott is sitting here, here
0: right? with a frown on his face, <laughs> deep size. And I just can't stop smiling. This is the best day of the entire year. Scott is Scott is a pinball machine. The auction and You just lost your ball.
3: <laughs> the auction is such an emotional experience for me. <laughs> I am drained at the end of every one. So many highs, such such high highs, such low lows. And I'm at a low point. right? Bogart's going for 19 when I have him for 23. <laughs> and I was in on the bidding till the end. I I I had my shot at them, at him, and I I said no. I already have a shortstop, Manny Machado, but I still think, um, I, I wouldn't have minded him in my middle infield spot. I just had that. No,
2: you did the right thing. You did in the, right the back thing. of
3: my mind, it's like, you know, then I can't get to like. You do the right there's thing. a couple second basemen I want. I couldn't get two second basemen if I already filled my middle infield. Like I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But that that looks like a pretty good deal. As opposed to who went right after it's Yasiel time Puig time. for seventeen. And that's that's kind of what we're like you can't you can't get stuck on the favorites, especially when they're that trendy, because they're going to get bid up to a price tag that's not such a value anymore. Puig for seventeen.
2: All right, we're gonna do a few more minutes here and wrap it up. What have we learned so far? Don't uh, don't look at something for one second and then bid, uh, and then you end up with $37 on Alex Bregman when you didn't need it. That, you actually really have to pay attention. You really have to pay attention. Oh, this yeah. happens to yeah, me I mean, I, so often, one of these my, stupid my One
1: of my favorite draft uh, auction draft experiences was the football league that I'm in with my college friends. and I was hosting the league. They all showed up a little late, and uh, I had already – uh, gotten into the beer a few times and ended up spending $63 on LaShawn McCoy. And that's what, but like, you know, you you, you can make mistakes. You have to have, uh, you have to focus and you have to have some uh, restraint.
2: So we just had four straight players go for $17 uh, <laughs> y- Yasiel Puig, Eddie Rosario, Roberto Ozuna, and Aroldis Chapman. That's very funny. Ozuna and Chapman going for the same price. Who got Ozuna? You, Heath? I did. Oh, good job. Chris. All right, I'm going to nominate. It's my turn to nominate a player. Closers
1: have been a nice value in this draft so far. You have not had to overspend for any closers, except I think one went for more than Edwin Diaz, right? Kimbrell. Yeah, Kimbrell. Kirby Yates
3: for 13 was surprising. Yeah. I'm for 11, so it's less surprising than I thought, but... There I, I would say it's closers are all being valued like they're more or less the same guy if they have a job. Um which is interesting.
2: I could go for a Correa here and just get every Angels uh, every Astros infielder. Correa at 20.
3: That seems like a fine. I though. mean relative That's to a great Bogus, deal. It's oh, it's 19, 21. It seems there's more upside on
2: for sure. Go to 22. Yes. I did. Good for you. This is this is a good value here. It's going once, going twice. Correa is sold to Heath Cummings.
0: So last $20. year, I think Scott told me I had six $30 players on my roster. This year, I'm going to have one.
2: You had five? <laughs> Interesting. And let me tell you who they were. I think you had five. You pretty much pretty much hit on all of them. Goldschmidt, yes. Jose Ramirez, Manny Machado, JD Martinez. Oh, you had six. Oh, Scott was right. Goldschmidt, Ramirez, Machado, JD Martinez, Starling Marte, and Chris Sale. But Chris Sale was forty dollars, so five for thirty and one for forty. That's what I saw. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, so part of fantasy, like strategy, all that. Like he just he got almost every single one of them right. And, and what's interesting
3: is, yeah, I mean, they were all safe players. It there, there's a chance, obviously, one of them could have busted. Whatever, but look at the rest of his roster. He did get Trinan at a good value. His two catchers were a good value, but otherwise, it's a lot of scrub. Like a, a lot of guys who were scrubs for the whole season. Oh, I so won that on the waiver wire. Yeah. He was playing the waiver wire, he, which is which is what you can do. Which is why you can afford to go stars and scrubs. Those stars are irreplaceable. Very unlikely you're going to find somebody like that off the waiver wire. But a mid range outfielder, it's a good chance if you're active on the waiver wire, you could get
1: two or three of those guys. And even cheap guys bust, you know. And that's not just like they were bad but like you might have a seven dollar player that you drop on april 17th
2: sure sure like like nick senzel could be dropped at some point uh i just got my pitcher uh steven strasburg for 24 dollars. so heath i sort of borrowed your remember that points league where the pitchers went much earlier and you were like all right strasburg's my ace it's risky you loaded up on hitters you took strasburg and we know when he's healthy he's probably going to be an ace So it's not great. Carrasco
0: could still be your ace.
2: Uh, no, I'm not. I I can't. I just can't spend. I don't think I can afford it. Here's Edwin Encarnacion, an interesting player here. I don't know how we feel about him. I feel like we don't like him, but ten dollars. It's a good. It's a good buy. He's like forty, thirty-five overs, a hundred RBIs every year. I have him for fourteen.
3: I'm passing him up with the hope that we do find those, how is this guy going for only $4 players at the end. Right. Uh, because I, I don't like Edwin, Dia, Edwin Encarnacion. I think he's pretty clearly on the decline. He's on my bust list. He's just nominated another player I like, <laughs> Nicole <laughs> Hamels. <laughs> um, do it. Hit the button, Scott. I mean, I'm going to go five on him, sure. Well,
2: are you going to go <laughs> six. Six to Scott White.
3: Seven. What do
2: you think, Scott, eight. Let me see what I have him for. You got five seconds. Four. Three. A seven dollar Cole Ham. Oh nine. he's eight. You
1: got to, you have to.
2: Now he's nine, Scott White.
1: Probably gotta go a dollar more
2: just to make sure you get him. I would I would just bid him up to twelve, make sure nobody goes thirteen. Nine, going once, once going once, twice. A go. once a Scott go. White goes ten. That's i size going Come I'm on, go. please somebody go eleven.
3: I just reviewed the no, state 11! of starting 11. eleven.
2: All right, Scott. Oh. You're out. If you if you think it was not anyone a, in the room. If
3: you think it was a one hundred ninety inning one hundred ninety strikeouts guy, I I think that's a perfectly fine price point. Basically, Porcello. Uh, I feel like you guys are making fun of me. They <laughs>
2: are. Scott, they 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 always making fun of someone. Don't be offended. It's, you know what? The joke's on them. I don't know why, but I'm just gonna say the joke's on them. And we're gonna end the show It's, just, it's really fun in auction with that great moment. Um Alright, Scott's gonna nominate a player and, uh, what are we doing? The results gonna be on the website? Alright, Heath.
0: Yeah, they'll be up by the end of Friday. Here. Take a look at this hot shot. I, I know what's coming. Matt Carpenter. <laughs> okay, one we'll <end> with this. <laughs> this is awesome. I hope
2: people stick around for the end of the show. Uh, alright, what are we doing here, Heath? Two dollars, that'd be good. And went for ten. Carpenter's up to fourteen, fifteen. 15, 16, 17. Rizzo went for, like, what was it, like if Heath 30? If He doesn't
1: bid 20, this is, frankly, uh, an abdication of his duty as a fantasy analyst. Geez, 17 for Carpenter, and Bogarts went for 19. 18 for Scott, 19 for Heath.
0: <laughs> Scott knew I'd go at least another dollar. That was definitely price enforcing.
2: Rizzo went for I 31. I for 20,
0: so I wouldn't mind winning him. This is but not so a bad he value here. I have him for 30.
2: You just got him for 19. Yeah, steal. Joke's on. Out. Joke's on. Out really well. That's everyone else. I like.
0: <laughs> Damn it! He
2: did not deserve to win that. All right, we're uh, we're out of here. Well, Thanks for listening, maybe everybody. He likes players nobody else likes. Maybe. Uh, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Fantasy baseball today.